Welcome to the Heartbreak Kids Podcast, where we explore what connects us all in our yoga practice and in our lives. This is where I talk to people about their stories, who they are, what they've been through, and where they're going. And in this podcast, that's what we explore. I believe deep down inside, we're all connected, which explains why we bring ourselves to the top of our mat every day. Welcome to the Heartbreak Kids. So welcome to the next edition of the Heartbreak Kids. I'm here with Mariana Andre, and she is a friend from Mysore, India. Um, She's an avid Ashtanga yoga practitioner. Um, She also owns a clothing company, which is called 4AM Culture. And uh, I met her a few years ago in India. And, uh, you know, just like a quick story, you know, I met her and like, I feel like all the Brazilian people are like this, but like, you kind of like immediately become friends with them. And so I'm having her on the podcast today to give her perspective, to give her, you know, insight on Ashtanga yoga and some of the things that she's doing. So welcome on to the, uh, welcome on to the show. Thank you. Hello, everyone. This is true. We from Brazil, we are very <laughs> I know, happy in India. So when I first saw Taylor, uh, he was wearing a t-shirt Bring your how is that? Yeah, I want to bring your ass to class. Yes. And then I took a picture and I was like, I have, I have to be friends with this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. it's sort of the, it's sort of the, and we'll get into this, but it's sort of kind of the same uh, kind of vibe as what you got going on with 4am culture, which is kind of cool. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, true. you know, it's like, wake up, like be the best version of yourself, like make it to class, like, you know, be a, mor- be a morning person, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. Not so, be lazy. Let's do it. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I, you know, I always like to start with background and some sort of uh, context to the people that I'm talking to. So, uh, you know, why don't we just talk a little bit about like, you know, like your early upbringing. I, I mean, I know that you're from Brazil, um, but why don't you tell us a little bit about like who you were um, when, you know, like you kind of were in high school, you know, like early age. All right. Um, In high school, well, I was uh, half girly and half, I don't know, I don't know how to say that so it doesn't sound bad in English. (laughs) So I was, I would go from ballet class to jujitsu class. So I was very outgoing, like a happy kid, of course, with my issues, like family issues that we, probably everyone have it so but I consider myself like a a happy teenager but I went through and that that time I went through my parents divorce and I was always trying to be busy so I would not face all those things I'm just gonna try to bring that because it it connects with the yoga practice sure and then um so I would, I, I was dancing by that time um, and doing jujitsu with my brother. What kind of I'll, dance, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I started uh, very young in ballet, but then I didn't really like it. I was into like hip hop, like urban dances. And then I used to compete. I thought I would be like a Beyonce dancer when I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> That didn't work out for you? It didn't work out, no. And 
one day I, I told my grandma because my grandma she used to to make clothes and then I told her grandma I'm going like when I was 13 and I told her when I um when I'm 18 I'm going to to another country I want to go to New York I want to be a dancer and she looked at me and was like uh uh no you're not going to make money out of it you need to you need to make clothes <laughs> so and that was at an early that was that was yeah. early on too yeah. I know, and I told I, I was so pissed at her, and I was like, she doesn't know what she's saying. I'm I'm gonna be a dancer. I'm gonna show her. I don't want to sell clothes. I don't want to work with clothes. And here I am now. But yeah, I mean, it seems like uh, it was it was destined for you. I mean, yeah. that's what I had a dream with her. It was it's funny this story how the brand started, and she's uh, totally she she she's the one who who brought it to me like who plant a seed because right. she was teaching me how to do all those things when I was when I was a kid I used to make like my Barbies clothes with her and I I, I used to to make like jujitsu geese yeah for my Barbies so yeah. I was always like in the middle of like being completely like a girly but then I also wanted to be more like dance hip-hop and do jujitsu I was a little confused but yeah it seems conflicting yeah yeah <laughs> i want to be a fighter but i want to be a dancer i don't know what i want so to be so how do you embody that today like how do you <laughs> how do you do how do you kind of reconcile that in your head like how do you do both of those well i had just i stopped for a while uh jujitsu and that's what you're saying right right like yeah. dance and yeah and when so I, I lived in in the United States for two years, and when I went there, so I I quit everything, dancing, my jujitsu. I was just focused on learn like learning how to speak English, and to have like an experience in another country. So I was working as a nanny in Chicago, and I was going to college, so I had to stop everything, and then I was pretty much just running swimming i was always like into some sports but and i i became like i don't know i was sad i was like i need the, i need the movement of that so i started yoga in the united states and it wasn't ashtanga though right no no it was hot yoga because yeah. but that was that was back when i was back into jiu-jitsu so I, then I visit my brother every time I was visiting him because he lives in California. I was training with him and he had a wife. We were friends with her. She's really nice. And then she was doing like a hot yoga program to be a teacher. It's funny today to think about that. But I was always the person who said, no, I'm not going to do yoga because I'm very, um, I cannot sit for too long and be quiet. And then uh, I was doing jujitsu, and my body needed that. That's exactly what I wanted to say. Like the in jujitsu, you start being like you're strong and your hips are open because it's like on the floor, so you move a lot. Sure. It's good, but you get stronger on your core and your um, how do you say like the shoulder area? Yeah, upper body. Yeah, maybe? upper body. Yeah, and then. Um, I felt I needed some stretch and they were doing this exactly for like, just to stretch. And then I started, I, I started the yoga with them 
And by that time, I was not dancing anymore, just when I was having fun with friends. And I was like, okay, unfortunately, grandma was right. I'm not going to be a dancer. No. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try this yoga thing. And it was cool. But then I started realizing there was something more than just looking at the mirror and doing some postures. I thought that like the, the hot yoga, but it was super strange. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking for more. I started like reading and... Then, because of that, I decided to, to come back to Brazil to study naturopath. And so how, how long were you in the United States for? Uh, the two, years, two years, years and a half, something like that. Gotcha. But I was always visiting my brother. I still go to visit him, but yeah. not to live anymore. And then I wanted to come back to Brazil and to go to college that I, so I could study more about this natural world, about medicines and philosophies. So I, I came back to study naturopath here. Yeah. And you, you were really into that? Is that something yeah. that you felt like, I mean, are you still into it too? Yeah. Then, uh, but more because of the yoga, I was, I, I don't know why I connected by that time as I was reading something, I connected the yoga with the Chinese traditional medicine. And then like acupuncture and everything. So I was like, okay, everything that connects the body with mind and with health, I want to know. Then I was really into it. Then I studied for four years with all those herbs, Ayurveda and everything. Mm -hmm. And I was lucky to have an Ashtanga yoga teacher in the yoga philosophy program in college. So he was the one who introduced me to Ashtanga. And more like the philosophy, so we would study this. Then I started practicing, and then I moved from Sao Paulo to Floripa, where I live now. Yeah. And then I met Kaka, my teacher, and then I started like really practicing every day and going deeper into my practice. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, like what a journey. I mean, you go from dancing to, you know, in the United States to jujitsu to all of a sudden like you're – a hot yoga to all of a sudden like going and you know like uh, ashtanga yoga and, and teaching and all this all this stuff it's that's pretty awesome yeah it was it was very nice to and i'm glad i ended up into ashtanga because today like, i don't consider myself like um super practitioner or anything but i have uh, i have built like a matured practice today yeah. so I look back in the days and I'm like, oh my God, what would I do if I was not into Ashtanga? Because I find balance. I find, um, I can connect like my mind into what I'm really doing, like working in, with my brand or, or anything else. And especially all this process of having, like, we all have traumas. We all have, um, things to to rebuild into ourselves and if it was not a sh- the, the practice itself like especially Meister program I think I would have to do so many more years of therapy or I don't know I wouldn't get into inside myself with like self-knowledge you know what I mean it would take longer yeah in jiu-jitsu we, we, it's similar to Ashtanga. I like to compare yeah uh, because 
you go slow into every belt. You don't just go and ask your teacher to be a black belt next week. Like yeah, you don't that'd, ask. That'd be insane. Yeah, it's like exactly the same. So you don't arrive in a master class and ask your teacher to, I want, I, I'm ready for a second series or, you know, for intermediate. No, it's not like that. You just respect the method. You respect your teacher. So I like this. Um, I came from this martial art mindset that you respect the your room, the mat where you step in and the seniors who, are, who came before you. So I was like, oh my God, this place is just like jujitsu. But the only difference is instead of having like someone else because like to fight, um, I'm fighting with my mind, I'm fighting with my emotions. So it's my, my body and everything that is inside. So it's like this fight um, when I step on my mat. So for me, when I realized that, I was like, okay, it blows my mind. That's what I'm gonna do. And that was it. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, so let's talk a little bit about like, you know, really your first experience into yoga and like, you know, and battle in your mind. Did you feel that from the beginning? Yes. I, w I hated Ashtanga in the beginning because I could not memorize the sequence. So it took me <laughs> okay. eight months. I would look at Kaka and like, are you serious? You're not going to tell me what comes next? Like, right. just tell me what's next. And she's like, uh-uh, oh, I forgot or whatever. You know, she would like play around. And I was so pissed. So I remember myself like taking a shower and trying to memorize the sequence. Like, okay, tomorrow you have to do it. You cannot forget this. Otherwise, she's going to tell you to repeat. And you're tired. You don't want to repeat, Maria. So you do it again. <laughs> so it was hard for me to memorize. That That's when I realized the first... Um, the first thing I enjoyed the most was like, okay, this is uh, giving me a big challenge. Yeah. And I, so you, you enjoyed the challenge. Yeah. It was like, okay, I have to do it now. But I almost, I almost quit because I had so much pain. Why? Just because you were strong and like upper body and core and stuff or? Yeah. I thought I was open and I could do many things but it was so hard but that's the cool part because I also realized it I, I, I was uh, it was good like it was eat some stuff was good for me some postures but it was more about inside it was more about about my mind yeah so it, that's like, other like, give okay. me a little bit of like insight into that like you know you feel like you're wrestling with your mind I mean did you have like self-doubt did you have self-esteem issues? Like, did you think you weren't like good enough or, or, or what sort of things were you wrestling with? Um, no, I, I think it was more, um, some questions. Uh, I started questioning like very deep things about myself, but not like problems, but it was just, just showing up and especially from my childhood especially from when my parents got divorced and all that background for like relationships, how I built myself into uh, an adult and what I wanted for me, my profession, uh, everything. Like, and who am I? That, that's the first time I'm like, okay, this is my body and there's something inside I never try to, to reach. 
Yeah. And then I started like, it, it started coming. So I would cry a lot <laughs> and I could not explain why. Um, they were, it was fun. I used to cry a lot. Sure that's fun? Literally leave class and cry. And then I started laughing because I looked at my teacher like, I don't know why I'm crying, but I just don't want to stop crying. And just like cleaning a lot of, I don't know. I mean, was it, was it about like the surrounding, like your parents stuff and your life like that? Yeah. Because I think, uh, cause when my, my, my dad, um, so he like kind of cheated on my mom. And we had like the perfect family and my mom was like, really, she, and at first she tried to, okay, let's talk. Let's forget about it. And let's keep everything like the perfect family and everything is cool. And by that time, my mom had a clothing store. So they had to close the, the clothing store. And then my dad had to move to, to Rio. And then um, all, but this was like for a lot of years, and they used to fight a lot. Then that's also why my brother got into jujitsu because he was bullied because he was getting very fat, and because like my parents were taking trying to take care of it, they were going into these problems, and so my brother was getting bullied at school, and then he started like the the bigger guys started like fighting with him, yeah. like. Uh, and then my dad was like, okay, you have to learn some self-defense or he, he was, he was going to a worse pro- process than me because he was older. I don't right. remember many things, but I remember a lot of bad things. And, um, but I w- would just go to dance class or clubs during the day with my, my friends, like country clubs. I don't know how you call that. Yeah. So I was trying to be busy, like at my grandma's house, not to see all all of that, all of that things. By the way, they are friends today. Everything's fine, but <laughs> back in the day, it was pretty bad. Yeah, it's just so, a rough, rough period of time for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then I saw many, like I saw, like my mom tried to kill my dad, literally. So it was hard for me to have like a relationship with another guy's after yeah. that because I, mean, I would not trust any man or you know so i tried sure. to to have like a very strong that's why i also i got into jujitsu i was like i have to be strong not to i have to have out my outside and inside strong so no one would will hurt me like mm-hmm. my dad hurt my mom but he was also an amazing dad cannot complain about like the uh He's being a father or anything. It was just like between them. Yeah. But I see that today, like it, in a different way. And I forgive him. I forgive her. With they were young, they didn't know. Also, that's another thing. I think um, into because of yoga, I started learning and trying to find more things about um, not things, not things, nothing. It's not the word more just learn more about life and how to be a better person and how not to destroy my life because of other person for example because my mom in that time was um if she knew about herself just self-knowledge you know like you she would just have other things to do and she wouldn't put herself into that situation yeah 
And yoga helped me with that. Like, okay, no, you can have a relationship. It's not because it happened to her. It's going to happen to you. Right. Or um, uh, just face the problems and how you're going to face the problems because they are going to be there. It's like, a, for me, that difficult posture, for example, is just how you face things. And you're not going to be fine every day. We, we're going to. How do you think the yoga practice um, yeah, like does that? Because that's sort of a unique experience to like really every person that I've talked to. Mm-hmm. And so like, how, how do you think it, it kind of does that? How does it empower us? And how does it get us to like a different place where we can like, you know, kind of uh, step out of like previous traumas and like, and be in a different place with things? Because I think if every if you do something every day that you're able to look at and compare to the next day or to the previous day, you can really you can really check like balance like 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 you see your account in the bank. Okay, you know what happened yesterday, and then tomorrow you're gonna see what you did today. So it's like you just look what's happening. So I believe this this is about discipline for me. I think discipline discipline is important because every day you do you do the same thing and it's going to be different every day. And that's the only way for me I can realize something. Because if I'm on my like in my comfort zone every day, then I'm not going to face anything to be able to see through that. So when I step on my mat and every day and I do the same thing, that's when I realized that, that there's a change. So I think the practice goes really deep because of that. Like in the beginning, I used to, I used to, to worry about my body. I was like, oh, I, I'm doing this for a healthy body, I, I used to think. And now I'm, I try to do this for a healthy body and mind. But to face these things with this method, I don't, I don't know. For me, it works like that. Yeah. Just discipline every day. You, you're gonna, you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna see. So today's hard day. Okay, I'm gonna cry or whatever. I'm going, I'm going to have pain, and then tomorrow I feel amazing. So why that? Because you are different every day. You, we have oscillations in our minds and in our body. But I think it's really a really good um, way to see ourselves through that. And I like the idea that we, we get new postures. And I've been discussing this with, with some friends nowadays. What is an advanced practice? Is it like about the posture or is it about the, the way you see your practice and how you deal with it? Not like even if you're just sitting. So I believe it's like a, when, when you take some pills, for example, if you get um, not addicted, but how do you say when you, you take a lot of it and then you, you, you need to take more because yeah. your body used to this amount so you of a tolerance to it. That's yes. So about, yeah. that's why I think that's for me. I don't know if it makes sense for you. So yeah. you get postures because if I'm, if my, uh, I'm going to give you like a simple example. If I'm doing the first series and it's easy for me, 
I'm not challenging myself. And it's like, I need an amount of something else to work something else and to get like my nervous systems working or my heart opening because I need, I need this to go into other places I've never been into. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, we both seem to kind of approach the practice. Like, I mean, you have a very similar philosophy to what I have, you know, where the practices, you know, of course there's a spiritual element to it, you know, getting connected to yourself, but then there, but there's also like a personal development um, part of it, which I think a lot of times that's sort of discarded or even maybe frowned upon from time to time that people, you know, shouldn't be using the practices like sort of self-development. It's more yeah. about like deepening just your spiritual connection with God or your higher power or whatever it is. And so it's interesting that we have the kind of the exact uh, same philosophy because, you know, like my story, it's like story of addiction, story yeah. of like, you know, build myself up, like believing in myself, like, you know, like accomplishing things that I never thought I'd be uh, able to accomplish those, those kind of um those kind of things and that's kind of like what you're saying too yeah you know it's like you had a period of cleaning out and then you also had a period of like you know that the practice makes a lot of sense because like it's challenging you and like getting you to not only be comfortable with being uncomfortable but like kind of moving the the you know the edge forward a little bit yeah Uh, yeah so it's kind of it's kind of cool yeah if we do um if every day i if I've never seen Ashtanga before, so I'm just doing other practice. And if I can choose, uh, okay, today I don't want to do this posture. I just want to do this. Then it's easy for, you know, it's too easy. Our mind can just like, um, how do you say, like boycott? Mm-hmm. You can just boycott yourself like, okay, I know I'm not going to do this because I don't feel good today or whatever. That's when you have to face it. That's what I believe. When I feel like, oh my God, I don't want to practice today. And I can, maybe 20 minutes or no, let's do it. Whole practice. It's always the best practice I have. Yeah. Exactly when I don't want to do it or something is really bad and something I have some issues so it's like an hour and a half or maybe more to really face yourself and think about many things or not to think about anything just listen to your breath and okay i have to be here cannot just run and go somewhere else i have to be here and face this so i think this is very powerful inside us but not in um mystical way you know what i mean mm-hmm. i do believe in in this part but i'm more um rooted sure so i think the for me the practice affects me in different levels and different ways but i feel strong like with a, bo- a strong body but also flexible different just if i did jujitsu for example i would just be strong or uh, with a strong mind, ready to ready to fight someone else or to fight the situations in life, but it's more like it's fun to do it. And into the my Ashtanga practice is just me and myself. Of course, I have fun right. when 
we all we also go through that but i think it's just it's it's serious it's some serious things um changing in our mindset and developing my personality um my also my body because that that's what we are right we have this body to live the life here so i don't like to be so mystical about the practice because i think it's very it's a serious serious practice it's like a like a medicine if you do it you're gonna have the benefits yeah it's simple i think people try like to oh the crystals and everything i do believe many things too but for me the practice is, is simple you just do it just do it and you're gonna get the benefits You're going to have a strong mind because you're working with your mind. You're going to have a strong body because you're working, you're moving your body. And you're going to go through your emotions because you're reaching deep inside when you do the postures. Yeah. I don't know yeah, I feel I I can tell you feel it. Yeah. Yeah, that's When I was I, it took me two years to close Kapotasana, for example. <laughs> so, is that a short time or a long time? Uh, it depends, right? I think that it, there's not like a correct time to do anything. For me, that, that was my time because I was crying literally every day I would jump into. <laughs> yeah. So I just uh, I remember that because it was very special for me. So that's the beauty, beauty of the journey into the practice. You, I like, I remember that. That's amazing. I remember exactly the crying and the memories and everything that it came it came through my mind when i was doing that and it's different for it's different from your life it's different from the person next to me who's practicing with me so we all have different stories but when you reach um a point into practice everybody's going to face something similar So it can be in in uh, in the sun salutations in the Surya Namaskar A, for example. Yeah, totally. You can just start, or they can just sit and and listen to the breath and they can start crying. How do you explain that? You know, like so it's something something special that we have with this practice. So that's the powerful thing, in my opinion. When you open yourself to embrace the journey. Because it's it's a very nice job. Because if if we I don't know get a person from a circus, they are gonna do even better the movements we do. But but are they really thinking of the breath? And there it depends on what how they are uh, doing that. They're doing that like exact just for the body. And when you go to yoga class. It, For me, my first experience was that, okay, this is hard. This is difficult. And I'm staying because this is going to change me. Because if it's too easy, it's not going to change me. Yeah, that's for sure. If it's ever too easy, then it's, yeah. it's not going to change. Yeah. Yeah. So I like so, to talk to some students about like sitting. Sitting is difficult. So you have to sit and try some meditation because it's going to change you. But it's difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult and it seems simple, but it's not. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about your routine 
because I know that your, your routine is sort of unique, you know, it's like, and it kind of goes along with your clothing brand and yeah. everything. Why don't you just tell the listeners sort about of about, yeah, about your routine because it's crazy. Okay. So, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying that, but I do the exact same thing. I know. I know. <laughs> well, I also used to think it was crazy when I saw people doing that. And my first contact was in India. So my first trip, trip, I didn't have to wake up at 3.30, but I would see people doing it. And I was like, oh my God, I hope I don't have to do it in the <laughs> next year. But it's, I, I was like, why? What if I start doing it? I'm just going to start doing it. So I realized I am a morning person. I like to wake up early because since I'm a kid, I go to bed early. So I'm, I'm, I, I feel asleep super early. So I started seeing this um, silence in India. I realized everybody was waking up. So it was not so quiet anymore because I would listen to the scooters, to the girl who was next door. She would wake up to go to practice. And I started asking myself like, this is cool. Why, why, we, why I won't do it? So I started looking up and there is a thing into Ayurveda that it's called Brahma. I want to say it, the right thing. Yeah, I think it's Brahma Mutra. Yeah. So it's like one, an hour and 36 exactly minutes before the sun rises. And I just loved everything about it. I'm like, that's it. I want to do it for, for, I just want to, to have this lifestyle. And then I started doing, um, because I had to teach when I came back to Brazil, because I had to teach and I like, uh, I wanted to see the sunrise and I, again, wanted to challenge myself. So, so what time you go to bed? Like eight 30. That's the same schedule I'm on. I yeah, only, it's oh. so much better. I love just having like I finish my dinner around seven, seven thirty, and then I just go to bed. Even my dogs, they already know, so they come to my room with me, and I just love everything about the silence between like four and five a.m. in the morning, and to wake up and still like it's still dark, and take a shower, do my myself cleaning. And I do have coffee <laughs> when, I, when I wake up. I don't blame you for that. That's for sure. I love, it's something I, I really enjoy. I've been also studying about uh, special coffees and learning how to make them. So that's, it's like um, uh, my, myself, my, the routine for myself, because I'm alone, everything is quiet and... I get more creative sometimes like if in a, I'm in a ladies holiday, I don't have to practice. I just like to still wake up and write something or have my coffee. Just, just sit and enjoy this silence, this moment of my meditation. Also, I try to every day, like around 4.30, do my meditation if I don't have to run to teach because uh, then I have to practice before. But 
it's pretty much it. I just love it. I don't know. I really enjoy this silence, this darkness in the morning and then to see the, the sky starting to become blue. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite parts is like seeing the sun come up. I never really enjoyed seeing the sun go down. I've always I kind of enjoyed it seeing uh, like Same. come up. Yeah. Like it's, it's maybe my most important. So uh, it's more important than seeing the sun yeah. sunset for me. Um, so tell me a little bit about your teaching, like, you know, and, and also this year, this past year, like what you feel like, you know, has kind of worked for you with teaching and, you know, have you guys been doing the Zoom and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, I'm not teaching on Zoom, but when we had to close the school here, I, I told Kakao, like, I'm not teaching in, in front of a computer because I have to take care of my brand. So I already stay in front of a computer for too long. And that was the only reason, not like, I don't know. I, it was something I had to, to deal with myself. I'm like, I don't want to teach online, but we have, that's the only way we have to, we can do it. But for me, that was my decision not to do it, just to be able to use that time to take care of the brand. That was, that's just just for because of that and because i was a little bit sad looking at the um, it was just awkward for me to see so many people teaching online yeah and do you feel like you're kind of against it not against it now because of like the the not the meister program that we mm -hmm. do like because it's a different situation but in the beginning, yes, I was against all those people teaching so much. Like, um, it was just so awkward for me because they they were trying to teach a lot of online classes. So I was worried about when we reopened the school that this these students they wouldn't go to to the school anymore. Yeah, because they some people they uh, I think they they used the this situation to stay home and never leave just stay in front of a computer and watch Netflix and eat all day. So <laughs> I was like, that's a great chance for those people. They will not go into the school again. So they need to remember that the, the personal, the presence is important for the Meister program. Sure. And so I, it, it was something hard for me to understand. Because then I, I think I, what I'm against is, for example, I'm here in Brazil and I have my teacher, I have my practice. So I was just practicing what I know and what I can do. And then people started paying to have class with someone else from another country just to get more posters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, okay, this person doesn't even know this other person. And... Of course, she's going to do it online because it's easier. So she's going to do whatever she's doing. And this other teacher is going to give more and more postures because he's going to get paid. So it was a little frustrated for me to see that, yeah. that people were doing it and not respecting your own teacher or, you know, some people had that there was no, not, not their choice. You, that's the only thing you can do. You get yeah. into your computer. You just, nah, that's that's good. But I think some other people they just were, took advantage so, of the situation. I'm, I'm like, okay, really, you're gonna do it? 
Yeah. So, but why do you like teaching? You know, like, why do you feel compelled? Why do you feel compelled to teach? Uh, I mean, because you don't have to, you know, like you got this clothing brand, which I want to talk about next, but like, you know, like what's the, you know, what's the um, reason behind teaching? You want to give back, like you're helping other people. I I mean, what's it for you? Um, I like to share what I learn uh, if it's a good thing. So I'm that, you know, when you eat something good and you want everyone, everyone else to, to eat it so they can have the same experience. Right. I'm that, I'm, I'm like that. So if I drink a really good coffee, I'm like, look, Taylor, this coffee is amazing. You have to have it. You're going to love it. So I think that's how it started because I used to go visit my mom and like, mom, I started yoga. You have to do it with me. And I was like, okay, I cannot do it. Just start asking people to, <laughs> to you know, I, I have to teach them. So you're they're an influencer. You're, be- you're <laughs> yeah, an influencer. They, yeah. They have to come to me. I don't have to start like telling them. And it was pretty natural, actually, because I was just practicing and I used to to work in a, in a spa with natural medicine here. And then Kaka just told me, like, hey, I think um, I see a potential on, potential on you with discipline. You come straight from jiu-jitsu. You're, like, very focused on your things. I see you working. I, I think she saw that on me. And, and here in the school, we are very serious about that. So sure she just asked me like do you want to start um assisting me and looking how things work uh, behind the scenes like as a teacher and then it was like a long a lot of years just studying and she was teaching me she was showing me and then i was like in love with that i was like that, yeah that's it i yeah. want this the more i teach the more i learn because it's just like a, you share. Like, I think it's about sharing with the community. Yeah. So I was, I, I like it. Awesome. Well, so tell us about, uh, you know, this clothing company. All right. That, yeah, brand. that, that you started this brand. <laughs> seriously, I mean, it's like pretty awesome to, uh, you know, to watch just sort of like you kind of blow this thing up and so tell us about why 4am culture like started and and tell us like what what you plan on doing with it okay so it started because first i was not finding the clothes i wanted in the market pretty very simple one simple thing and then i saw an opportunity of uh making my own i actually always wanted to have uh, like a active wear clothes. Uh, when I was in the United States, I realized a lot of girls, they would look at my leggings from Brazil and they would say like, oh, where did you get it? The Brazilian fabric's really good. And back in the day, like 10 years ago, when I was in the United States, I told my dad one day, I was like, hey dad, when you come to visit me, just bring a lot of a lot of leggings. And then he would bring it to me. I, I, I was selling to the friends, to my friends. And then when I went to India for the first time with Kaka, we took some other brands with us. And she was like, hey, help me sell it. 
and I was like, okay, I like it. <laughs> and I realized I, I really enjoyed the, um, the selling thing. Yeah. And one day, and then I met Mati and then I told him, we were talking about purpose in life. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm teaching a lot. I like, I, I love teaching, but I don't want to teach this much. And I have no, um, intentions on having my own school, but so I, but I, I, I want to find something else to make money besides teaching. And I also wanted to, he was the first person I actually verbalized this. Like I told him and I, you know what? I always wanted to work with clothes and everything like that. And he was like, why you don't have it? Why you don't make your own? And I'm like, yeah, why? <laughs> why not? <laughs> why not? Why like not? I'm just, like, making a drama. I'm just going to start my own. And uh, so I have a friend here in Brazil. She makes bikinis. So I told her, I was like, hey, can you make like one lagging for me? Because I'm, it's really hard to find one that I love and that I feel good, that it's a good fabric. And, and then she made one for me. And it was the first thing, the first time I was quiet in my whole life. I didn't tell anyone, no awesome. one. I was like, okay, this is going to be a secret. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Then I was just like trying to find the name, waiting for the legging to be ready. And then when she brought me the legging, she was like, are you sure you want like this with this fabric? <laughs> She's like, she was like, it's, it's going to look ridiculous, Mariana. This is, doesn't make sense. She was like, this fabric with like little, like the, the dry fit, right? And then right. the half is not. She was like, it doesn't make sense. It's going to look bad. I'm like, just, just do it. <laughs> I need to see it. And it I turned mean, out that worked out, right? It. Yeah, it turned out that I loved it. And I was like, okay, let's start. So I made not many leggings. Like I made maybe 30. I was like, okay, let's see what my friends think. And then they started wearing it and practicing and, and I just had great feedbacks and then I was struggling to find a name for the brand and I thought about many names so I was not uh happy with with anything and then I was like okay I, I need I don't want to I don't want just a name I want a culture of something I want to share with some people and what is the culture I'm in now? What I'm doing in my life that I can share with more people. And when they wear it, they can connect to what, what I want to say to the world. And it was just it. I was like, okay, I wake up at four. And this is the culture I live. Uh, this is it. Then it was just like, I, write it, I wrote it down. 4 a.m. Then 4 a.m. Uh, method. I don't remember. Like many names. So I'm like, okay, the 4 a.m. culture, that's it. It was like a straight away. And then I, I dreamed with my grandma. And she was telling me, uh, I told you you should work with clothes. <laughs> You're not dancing. This thing is, is not going to make money with dancing. And then I woke up. I was like, oh, shit, I, I just had a dream with my grandma again. And it's the same conversation she told me in real life. Wow. Then I started the, I started wearing uh, her ring that she gave me. Yeah. Because uh, she, she passed away. She's not living between us anymore. So I wear this ring every day and I, I was like, okay, 
you were right because she was like super strong woman she used to to sue like she was a seamstress mm -hmm. and that inspires me i was like okay maybe it's in my blood i like doing this and i want to share with people what i would like to wear into my practice and just comfortable clothes and also i want to have a message behind this and that yeah. was pretty much it wow that's awesome i mean and i feel like it's come a long way just from you know like i remember people saying like oh yeah she's got this clothing company and then I like saw saw some of the leggings in Mysore, and then I saw some like in Ohio from from people that have that bought them and brought them back from India. And then all of a sudden, like you know, I I started seeing your page pop up, and I, it was just sort of like, um, you know, pretty awesome to watch. You know, it's like I always try and, uh, you know, I don't know. You can call me weird, but I like to see other being other people being successful. Yeah. You know, like doing yeah, what they need. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's it's awesome. It's like you know, because I don't want to teach for the rest of my life. It's not possible. You know, it's like yeah. So, and and yeah. the reason was exactly this: I wanted to find other purpose in my life that that connects my teaching, my practice, and something else I like. And I realized that I love making clothes. I love drawing them. I, I like to think about how it's going to fit, how people are going to be comfortable. And I'm still learning a lot. I just started and I was impressed um, because people were super happy with the clothes. So I, I was like, okay, so I need to keep doing it because they're enjoying it and they want to wear it. And I think there's nothing more special than this when you make something and people like it and they want to wear it. And I just want to improve every piece I make. Yeah. I try to hear from them. Like, okay, what do you want to wear? Because that's what I, I want to be able to offer to you. What you want to wear in great colors, um, just you're gonna feel comfortable doing practice, after practice and and that's it i just i just fell in love with this with this type of work yeah, and that's, being that's i realized I'm, I'm yeah i'm offering opportunities to people here too because now i cannot do everything alone so the i think i, I believe when you open a business if it's a school if it's a brand or if it's anything else when you open a business you give opportunity to people so i just um I just hired a guy who was really needed. He, he needed a job. He was really looking for it. And then he's helping me a lot with everything. And just like another friend now, she was going through like a divorce and she was very, um, she was with low self-esteem. She was going through, she still is going through a hard time. And I'm like, hey, you come here, you help me. So I think this opportunity you give to people not only the clothes but also behind the scenes and what, what i do behind the brand it's even more it gives me a lot of satisfaction and a purpose in my life and that's why i want to make it bigger and bigger uh always doing the right thing and right it sounds like so you can help other help other people achieve their you know their goals too yeah that, that, that's what i want to do yeah so Yesterday we, I got the team and I was like, okay, we're gonna start the the year making like a a self map. What do you want in one year, in five years? 
what do you want in one week and how the 4am can help us uh with this like i don't i'm i'm not talking about just like a spirituality or anything I'm like I, I want real things what do you want you want to travel you want to go to a, you know you want to buy a car what do you want let's make it happen with our passions because if, if we work together as a team and make other people happy wearing what they want to wear and we're, we're giving jobs to the seamstress and they are happy because we're not making anything in china we're not making anything with like a in a very so that that's where, where i try to bring the yoga to sure. um i want to do everything with purpose and with good quality and people are happy working with this so you will feel it when you wear the clothes it's just yeah. not you know randomly a brand you yeah. go and buy and no there's like people with emotions and people worried about what they're doing the, how they're making everything to arrive the the lagging in, into your house yeah it sounds like so great leadership too yeah I try, i'm trying i'm learning <laughs> yeah it sounds, sounds like great yeah. leadership so for the listeners that you know are listening like how do they I mean, first, do you ship to the U.S. and do you have a website? What's the website address um, so that people yes. can check them out? It's the 4am.com.br. But this year we have the international uh, part, but it's www.beamorningperson.com. But it's not ready yet okay. because we had, with the pandemics here, we had a problem with fabric. So gotcha. I'm trying to produce everything as fast as I can so we can open the international website. But awesome. everybody can just send a message on Instagram and I just mail to them. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. Well, um, I appreciate being on the show and sharing your story and sharing like uh, all the things that you got going on. I'm um, like I said, I'm pretty I'm pretty impressed. Like you know, like you got it sounds like you got an awesome head on your shoulders. Like you know, you're going places with 4am and and you're teaching and all that stuff. And you know, it's really really cool to to connect with you on like really a different level and or maybe even on a deeper level and and listen to your story and listen to the things that you're doing. Thank you. So. Yeah, I appreciate so much that you being on the show and and uh, sharing the stuff. And you know, for all the listeners out there, visit her website and check it out and and see what uh, you know kind of offering she has, like on her her leggings and stuff, and and uh, or check her out on Instagram. So thanks Thank for being. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I thanks for being on the show. Happy for um, happy to share with you. Feel I feel um amazed also because you are uh, like I, I look up to you as a great teacher and an amazing person to with all your life story and everything so it's very I, i'm honored to talk to you about my life and the things i'm doing yeah well i, I like i said i appreciate you being on the show and sharing your story and and uh you know it it, it was awesome to talk to you so, so thank you for that. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. If you want more information about Ashtanga Yoga, visit ashtangayogacolumbus.com. You can also check out my website, which is taylorhuntyoga.com. 
See you guys next time. Mm-hmm.